Father, we thank you. We bless your name because you have said we should continue to give you praise. That in everything, we shall continue to praise your holy name. We glorify you because you are the mighty God. Thank you, almighty God. The testimony of next month shall be greater than this in Jesus' name. And for those that are looking on to you, we use the people that have testified today as point of contact that the Lord will perfect all that concerns them in Jesus' name. The victory from heaven, the Lord will give them in Jesus' name. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Let us be on our feet. Brother Thomas, please. Um, brother. That song that we sang, it touched me. Just the chorus. We go over it again. He touches me. Oh, he touched me. And oh, the joy that floods my soul. Something happened.
you for your touch in our life. We give you all praises and adoration. Thank you, Lord, because you touch us and you, you bring that completion in us. Father, we bless your holy name. Being that exalted in Jesus' name. Lord, you have touched us. We are asking you to touch us more. In every area of our life, Father, we want your touch. In our daily activities, we want your touch. In our up and down, we need your touch. Over our family, we need your touch. Over this nation of Oman, we need your touch. Over our home nation, we need your touch. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let's give clapping offering to God as we have our seats. Let's be seated. Praise the Lord. You see, when God wants to, if you want to touch to somebody, let me start from there. What do you do? What do you use to touch? Your hand. And the question I want to ask, let's turn with me to Isaiah 59. Isaiah 59 verse 1. Surely, the arm of the Lord is not too short to save nor his ear too dull to hear. He said here, Behold, the hand of the Lord is not shortened, that it cannot save. Now we just stand that the Lord touched me. He is in heaven, he does what he likes. But he can touch us here. I want you to look at that situation that is giving you concern. That this night, God is going to touch it. In the mighty name of Jesus. This is the ninth victory for this year. The ninth victory service for this year. Maybe you are thinking you have not received answer to your prayer. But God is touching it right now. And your testimony will follow. You see, for our God to show that his hand is not too short. The topic of my message this evening the Lord's hand is not shutting. The Lord's hand is not what? It means wherever you are, he's ready to touch you. Whatever be that situation, God is ready to do what? To touch it. Your case is different. He has said he will fulfill it on our behalf. He's going to do it on our behalf. What he requires from us is just to sit and wash how he does it. Number 11.23. And the Lord said to Moses, Has the Lord's arm been shortened? Now you shall see what, whether what I say will happen to you or not. That is an assurance that God was telling Moses, My arms is not too shortened. And I'm assuring you also that the arms of God is not shortened to give you that victory. In the mighty name of Jesus. Isaiah 50 verse 2. Why, when I came, there was no man? Why, when I called, 
was there none to answer. Is my hand shortened at all that it cannot redeem? Or have I no power to deliver? Indeed, with my rebuke, I dry up the sea. I make the rivers a wilderness. Their fish stink because there is no water and die of thirst. Can you see now you don't need to be worried? Because these are the assurance that that situation, this is the touch that God is going to do this night. Your situation is not the worst. Whatever the doctor is saying, whatever the, your bosses are saying in the office, or maybe your job is not going to, in the direction you want it to go. The assurance is that God is saying that his hand is not too shortened, that it can, he cannot deliver. Jeremiah 32, 17. Our Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. There is nothing too hard for you. He, he made the heaven and earth great by his power of outstretch of his arms. There is nothing too hard for him to do. Can you see now that that's your situation? It's not difficult for him to handle. His hand is not shutting that he cannot deliver. Because he sits in heaven and he does what pleases him on this earth. Because his hand is not shutting. That hand can transform diseases. Do you believe that? It can change the situation. It can transform diseases. Turn with me to Matthew 8, 1 to 3. When he, when he had come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. One to three. And behold, a leper came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. Immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Again, we are talking of another touch. Another touch. But this is a different touch. In this touch of this leopard man, we can see a personal touch or an intimate touch. That's Vastiri saying Jesus put his hand and touched him. How many of us here can touch leper? We would like to distance ourselves from a leper. So Jesus Christ has a personal touch with that leopard man. So when Jesus touched this leper man, he demonstrated his desire that is concerned about him. Jesus is touching you this night to demonstrate that his concerns about your situation in the mighty name of Jesus. So, when Jesus touch, when he touches our life, he shows us love. And what does that touch teach us? He teaches us that Jesus Christ loves us. And again, that touch is a powerful touch. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. That's verse 3. It is a powerful touch. 
And that, let, let me go over the issue of leper, or, yeah, the leprosy. We know they normally separate them wherever they are. They want to keep them. But Jesus Christ didn't talk, think of that. He touched this man to set him free. Your situation is not as worse as that. And he's ready to touch you this night. And he will grant you that victory in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus Christ has touched so many lives. As recorded in the scripture. The Lord Almighty has touched so many lives. When Jesus Christ touched Simon, he became Peter. And when God touched Jacob, the whole trickers, he became Israel. His touch transformed Abraham to Abraham. His touch transformed Moses from the murderer into Moses the leader. Praise the Lord. Not just ordinary leader, the leaders of the people. Praise God. This touch is so powerful that it touched the life of Saul on the way to Damascus. And he changed him to what? Paul. Praise God. That touch, it is an essential touch for that man that called him. Matthew 8, 14 to 15. Now when Jesus had come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother lying sick with a fever. So he touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she arose and served them. Can you see another touch? When Jesus came to Peter's house, he saw the mother-in-law. He was sick with fever, and Jesus touched him, and instantly, the fever disappeared, and he served them. Praise God. So, his personal touch is a touch that is encouraging. That is why I'm reminding you this night. His personal touch is encouraging. There are many times in our lives that we'll be afraid. Things seem to be falling apart. Things is not going the direction we feel that it should be going. You are praying, it seems as if your prayers are not being answered. You, you begin to crumble under the load of fear and worriness because of the situation you are passing through. It might be finances, it might be marriage, children, job, faith, and so on. So many things will come that you begin to worry. But this touching I'm talking about, because that hand is not too short to deliver you. He will touch you this night in Jesus' name. Matthew 17, 7. But Jesus came and touched them and said, Arise and do not be afraid. I'm assuring you that thing that is giving you concern. Matthew 17, 7. That particular thing that is giving you concern. You see, that particular scripture, when after Jesus Christ was baptized and uh, when the heaven opened and the, the disciples, they were so scared and they faced down with their face. But Jesus got closer to them and said, arise, don't be afraid. What is that situation that has made you to, to face down that you cannot look up? What is that situation that you think that is bringing shame unto you? 
that touch will touch you this night because that hand is not too short to deliver you in the mighty name of Jesus. So don't be afraid. The touch of God will visit you and it will touch you and say, get up. Don't be afraid. And when we get, when we get up, all things that is weighing us down, all fears, all worry, all stress, and anxiety will be gone. And we shall look up and come over here and testify to the glory of God. His hands is not too short in that he cannot deliver. Because his hand is not shutting, it transformed the death. Right? He transformed the death. Turn with me to Mark 7. We read from 32 to 36. Mark 7 from verse 32 to 36. Then they brought to him one that, who, they brought to him one who was deaf and had an impediment in his speech. Yeah, he, he, has, he has a disorder. He has weakness in his speech. And they begged him to put his hand on him. They pleaded, please touch this man. Please touch him. They want him to stretch that hand that is not too short to touch him. And he took him aside from the multitude. You see, he separated him so that he can have a proper touching. The Lord will separate you for your goodness in Jesus' name. Amen. And put his fingers in his ears. You see, again, that's another touch. He and put he, the finger in the ear. And he spat and touched his tongue. Again, he, another touch. Touch the tongues. Then looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Ephata, that is, be opened. Immediately his ears were opened. Instantly. Instantly the ears do what? Were opened. Open. And the impediment of his tongue was loosed. The barrier to that tongue was loose completely. And he spoke plainly. And he began to speak. Then he commanded them that they should tell no one. Again. And what happened? But the more he commanded them, the more widely they proclaimed it. You see, there are some things that God will do for you. <laughs> Even if you want to hide it, <laughs> people will ask you. You are going to celebrate in Jesus' name. The kind of thing that God will do for you. There are some things that when God do it for you, without even talking, people will begin to look at you and begin to testify that definitely this man is a man of God. The Lord will show up in your situation in Jesus' name. Let's examine what goes on in this man that we are talking about. The man was brought in unable to speak. But when he met Jesus, his life was transformed. His touch made that man, the man that was unable to speak, and that changed to able to speak. What is that unable in your life? Tell God, this unable must change to able. Tell God, the unable in my life must change to able in Jesus' name. Praise God. Verse 35, he said, he spoke plainly. That is, he was unable to speak, but because he has received the touch of that hand, that is not too what? Too shorting to deliver. Every negative enablement in your life shall I turn to positive able in Jesus' name. Amen. 
The man was unable to speak. Verse 36, they said, Then he commanded them that they should tell no one. But the more he commanded them, the more widely they proclaim it. Praise the Lord. There are some testimony that you cannot hide. Even if you have been informed not to, not to share it, you will share it in Jesus' name. So, when your life is transformed, nothing can stop your testimony. Because the joy, the happiness will be written all over you. And people will begin to ask you, how did you do it? His hand is not shutting. He transformed darkness. He transformed darkness. Turn with me again to Matthew 9, 27 to 31. When Jesus departed from there, two blind men followed him, crying out and saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes. Another saying, touch. According to your faith, let it be to you. And their eyes were opened. And Jesus sternly warned them, saying, See that no one knows it. But when they had departed, they spread the news about him in all the country. Praise the Lord. Let's say it happens in Noma here. They spread it all over the country. That means all the Middle East, they were aware of, of that testimony. Verse 29 said, Then he touched their eyes. And say, according to your faith, brethren, you need to have that faith. That that problem that entered this place with you, as you are stepping out, it shall not go with you in Jesus' name. Amen. These men, they were in darkness. They could not see anything. They couldn't see anything. His touch caused the blind to see. What is that thing in your life that blind your, your vision? What is that thing that blind your spiritual knowledge? Jesus is going to touch you this night and you'll be set free in Jesus' name. His hand is not shutting. It caused every darkness in our life to see the light. Jesus has this authority. He has the authority to give sight, to show that yes, you are in darkness and I'm bringing you into the light. Because light is a symbolic of uh, uh, understanding. If you don't, if you, if you, if you don't see, if you don't have li uh, light, you may not understand anything. If you are in darkness, because if you don't have light, that means everything is darkened to you. You need to have that light so that, so that you can have good understanding. So when it touches every life, every life, your spiritual eyes also will open. We begin to see extraordinary supernatural things. Somewhere in the Bible, I think uh, First King. Six. Yeah, the servant Elisha was the servant of Elisha was spiritually blinded. Because he was blinded, he was so afraid. Now let's see what happened. First King 6 17. First King 
6:17 and in front of it the temple sanctuary was 40 cubits long first king Okay, no, sorry, just. Praise the Lord. Okay, I will just paraphrase this for you. And it is two, uh, Second Kings 6, 17. Oh, Second King. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. Praise the Lord. You see, that servant was so afraid. Because when he, when he woke up, he went around and he discovered that they had been surrounded. He was so afraid. But what did Elijah say? Elijah prayed. God opened his eyes. So when God threw that torch into your life and opened your spiritual life, your spiritual eyes, you will begin to see things that ordinary eyes cannot see. Praise the Lord. His hand is not shutting. It transformed dead. Luke 8, 49. While he was still speaking, someone came from the ruler of the synagogue's house, saying to him, Your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher. Read ahead to 56. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him saying, Do not be afraid. Only believe and she will be made well. When he came into the house, he permitted no one to go in except Peter, James and John and the father and the mother of the girl. Now all wept and mourned for her. But he said, Do not weep. She is not dead, but sleeping. And they ridiculed him, knowing that she was dead. But he put them all outside, took her by the hand and called, saying, Little girl, arise. Then her spirit returned, and she arose immediately. And he commanded that she be given something to eat. And her parents were astonished, but he charged them to tell no one what had happened. Praise God. Another touch there. Jesus merely touched the hand of that dead girl and she came back to life. There is power in that hand. It's not too short. It can deliver. That hand is not shortened to your situation. You can receive same touch and it will deliver you. Praise the Lord. There's nothing worse than death. Because once somebody is dead, he's gone forever. But we see here that because that hand is not too short, he, he just he merely touched the girl and he came back to life. That death situation in your life, that death situation, God Almighty will raise it up this night in the mighty name of Jesus. His hand is not shutting. It transformed defiled, the tainted, the contaminated, the polluted. We know the story of the woman of issue of blood. We know that story. 
She was polluted for 12 years. His, her own touch now is a revised touch. You also can have that kind of experience. Touch is touch. Like we used to say, either you give, you, 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 how would I put it now? Either you give the baby the breast to take, or you give the breast to the baby. The target is for the baby not to be hungry, right? So either you allow Jesus to touch you, or you are thinking it's a bit far, I need to touch him. But Jesus is not far. He's right there with you. But you can use your prayer to touch him. When you use your prayer to touch him, all those contaminated situations in your life shall be renewed. In the mighty name of Jesus. Isaiah 5, Isaiah 6, 5 to 7. So I said, Woe is me, for I am undone. Because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a live coal, which he had taken with the tongs from the altar. And he touched my mouth with it, and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away, and your sin purged. That statement quite all right denote that that person is a sinner. He also received touch. Verse 7, and he touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away. When Jesus show up in your life, that's your iniquities. When he touched your life, it will be forgiven in the mighty name of Jesus. His hand is not shutting. It transformed defeated. That is, if you are thinking you have been defeated, by the time you receive the touch, by the time you receive that touch, it will set you free. Maybe you are thinking you have been caged. Maybe you are thinking you have been imprisoned by certain things. Or the situation around you has made you to conclude that have been defeated. Brethren, I'm telling you, with your prayer, using your prayer to touch Jesus, and Jesus will touch you in reverse. And that situation will be solved in Jesus' name. Paul and Silas, we know what happened to them when they were in prison. It's like they have been condemned. It's like they have been defeated. Act of Apostles 16, 25 to 26. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And when the prisoners were listening to them, suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's chains were loosed. Now, listen. Paul and Silas, they were in, in the prison. Let's give clap offering for our intercession team. They are interceding for us. These two gentlemen, they were in prison. Some people were interceding for them. And that hand, that hand that is not shutting, sent an earthquake into that place. And everywhere began to shake. 
And what happened? God lose every bondage in their life. God break every chain and bondages that they have tied them down with. So what is that situation in your life now? What is that condition? What are you going through? What is your children going through? What tension are they giving you that you thought you have been defeated? That hand is not you shutting. It can deliver you. His hand is not shutting. It transforms sick. We have seen so many examples in the book of Matthew. That little guy we just talked about when Jesus was going there and we could see the woman of issue of blood also, what, also told that, okay, this is Jesus passing. This is him passing. The woman was sick for 12 years. Again, she received her own touch. Because she engineered her own touch. You can as well engineer your own touch. Present your case before God. That Lord, this is my situation. Matthew 8, let's look at it. Matthew 8, 18 to 22. While he spoke these things to them, behold, a ruler came and worshipped him, saying, My daughter has just died, but come and lay your hand on her, and she will live. So Jesus arose and followed him, and so did his disciples. And suddenly a woman who had a flow of blood for twelve years came from behind and touched the hem of his garment. For she has said to herself, If only I may touch his garment. That's another touch. If only I may touch his garment. I shall be made well. But Jesus turned around and when he saw her, he said, Be of good cheer, daughter. Your faith has made you well. And the woman was made well from that hour. Don't be too slow. Don't allow enemy to steal your testimony. Don't allow enemy to steal your torch. If you are too slow, somebody can take that torch before you. Praise God. Hallelujah. All that required from that woman is a torch. It's a torch. And when she made that torch, she was made clean. You can as well touch him with your prayer like I said earlier on. And you'll be set free in the mighty name of Jesus. His hand is not shutting. He transformed the doom. The doom. He transformed them. The leopard man I mentioned earlier. He was delivered from a life that was already doomed. Because that deceased should have wasted his life. But because that hand is not too short, he delivered him. He was doomed. That man was doomed to live in a separate place for the rest of his life. But Jesus changed that situation. Your situation also can be changed. That is if you are ready. If you are willing. Because Jesus asked those two blind men, whether they have the faith. Jesus is willing, is willing to touch you. That hand is not too short. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 
Back to Isaiah 59, verse 1. I want you to read up to verse 3, brother. Isaiah 59, verse 1 to 3 again. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save, nor his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you, so that he will not hear. For your hands are defiled with blood, and your fingers with iniquity. Your lips have spoken lies. Your tongue has muttered perversity. Now, this is where I want you to examine yourself. As long as that hand can deliver you, what is that blood in your hand? What is that iniquities? You see, the, the scientists, when you put negative and negative together, what happens? They repel. What is that negative situation in your life? When you bring negative magnets and negative, negative two-side negative, even two-side positive, when you are trying to bring them together, it will be going back. So your iniquities can act as the uh, same pole of a magnet. And take that hand away from you. As the hand is trying to reach you, that barrier that you have created is trying to push back. So you need to examine yourself. Because he has said that his own ear is not what? He is not deaf. He can hear us. He hears our prayer when we call on him. Jeremiah 33, 3. Call to me and I will answer you. And show you great and mighty things which you do not know. And again somewhere I said, before you call, I will answer. Isaiah 65 verse 24. 65 verse 24. Isaiah 65. And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. While they are still speaking, I, I will hear. hear. Can you see now? If you don't create that barrier, before you even call, before you make that phone call to God, He's already answering you. That hand that is not shutting is already touching your life. Psalm 86, verse 7. In the day of my trouble, I will call upon you, and for you will answer me. He is going to answer on the day of our trouble when we call Him in the mighty name of Jesus. Jeremiah 29, 12. Jeremiah 29, 12. Then, then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. You need to pray to him and he will listen to you. Don't just sit and expect the touch to come. You need to pray. Because that hand is not, that is not shutting. It transformed. It healed. You remember the man that was staying at the, at the graveyard? That is in the book of Mark. Mark chapter 5. The man was staying in the graveyard. If somebody is living in the graveyard, we have to think that something is wrong with his uh, upper house. He was staying in the, in the... He was living there. Let's look at it very quickly. Mark 5, 2 to 4. 
And when he had come out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with unclean spirit, who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no one could bind him, not even with chains. Read ahead. Because he had often been bound with shackles and chains, and the chains had been pulled apart by him, and the shackles broke, broken in pieces, neither could anyone tame him. You see, nobody can come closer to him. Number one, he's living in, 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 uh, around a graveyard. Nobody. Let's see verse 8, brother. Jump to verse 8. For he said to him, Come out of the man, unclean spirit. Jesus made that man old. He commanded the unclean spirit to jump out of that man. Jesus touched his life. And that demonic man was set free. Jesus as well is touching your life right now. Whatever be the situation in your life, you will be made whole in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So Jesus Christ, his touch always showed compassion. It shows love. Luke 22, 5. Luke 22, 5. But, but Jesus said... Enough of this. Oh, sorry. 22.51. And Jesus said, but Jesus said, enough of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. Praise God. And he touched the man and healed him. So, we are talking of touch. And the, let's look at Matthew 26.51 again. Let's see what happened there. But Jesus answered and said, Permit even this. And he touched his ear and healed him. You see, when they came to arrest Jesus, the, the, one of the disciples pulled out his sword and cut somebody's ear. That man was at the wrong place at the wrong time. His ear was cut off. But Jesus still touched him. He showed compassion. He showed love unto him. So this means that God is ready to touch your life tonight, irrespective of your sin. He showed that love. But you need to leave those things that is creating barrier. You need to leave those things that is pushing back, that is repelling your prayer. And the Lord will have compassion on you in Jesus' name. Amen. So in conclusion, God will bring you healing, liberty, and life when it touched you. Can I hear amen? Amen. You can testify after that that you have felt the power of God. His touch in your life. You have felt the power of his touch in your life. Do you know what he can do? How will, will you say Jesus touched me today? Can you say that? That Jesus has touched me today. I need your powerful touch in my life right now. Can you tell to God, Lord, I need your powerful touch right now. I don't know the kind of touch that you want in your life. I don't, want, I don't know the kind of things that have been giving you sleepless nights. But I know there is somebody here. There is someone here. There is someone that we are praying to that is ready to touch us. 
this night. His name is Jesus. He is known for touching lives. He is known for touching life and set people, people free. Whether you are lost, whether you backslide, whether you are being burdened, whether you are being discouraged, God, Jesus Christ, is ready to touch you with his love. All you need in your life is a touch. If you are here this night, you want that hand that is not shutting to touch you. Very quickly, I want you to come out so that the men of God can pray along with us so that he touch you and you are made whole. If you have anything that you feel that, yes, this is the time for God to touch me. If he can touch the blind man and they were set free, our time is fast spent. Let's come out as quickly as possible. I call the elders to come as we present our case before God. That, Lord, this is the area I want you to touch my life. This is the assignment I want to give to you, Lord, to begin to touch. This is the area that concerns me, that, giving me, that is giving me concern. Touch my life. Let's begin to come forward. God can touch us when we present our case, when we are willing, when we are ready, that you want God to touch you. What is that thing that is not going in the right direction in your life? God is here this night. His presence is here. He's ready to touch you. He's ready to lay that hand upon you so that everything will disappear. That things in your life come forward and God is here to touch you immediately. And instantly, God will perfect all that concerns you in the mighty name of Jesus. Come forward. Choir. He touched me. Oh, he touched me. And oh, the joy that flowed on my soul. Something happened. Something happened. And now I know he touched me. And made me whole. He touched me. He, he touched me. He touched me. Jesus touched me. And I know. And I know the joy that floods my soul. Something happened. Something happened, and now I know He touched me and made me whole. He touched me. He touched me. He touched me. He touched. So something happened, something happened, and now I know he, he, he touched me, touched me and then.
Jesus touched me. He touched me. He touched me. He touched me. And I know. And I know. And I know. I saw something happen. Something happened. By gentle Savior. Pass me not by gentle Touch me and make me 
touch us. He touch us. Jesus touch us. He touch us. I know. How many of you like to taste victory in your life all the time? Great. How many of you like to celebrate life all the time? You like to celebrate life? Praise God. Matthew chapter 14, verses 35 to 36 says this. And when the men of that place recognized him, that's the men of Genesaret, they sent out into all that surrounding region, brought to him all who were sick, and begged him that they might only touch the hem of his garment. 
and as many as touched it were made perfectly well. Today, we learned about the touch of God. Okay, talk to God right now. I don't know where we are not complete. Wherever our deficiencies are, just talk to God and say, we want to touch the hem of your garment. Make us whole. Make us complete. Because all who touched the hem of the garment were made complete. And as many as touched it were made perfectly well. Okay, step number one, as many as touched it. So you put out your hand and touch the hem of the garment of Jesus. You shall be made well. Okay, let's just talk to God. Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for this time of victory, Lord, Father. Thank you, Father God, that today you have touched every one of us, Lord, Father. Father God, I pray, Lord, that in that touch you have made us whole and complete. Wherever were our deficiencies, Lord Father, whether it was a health issue, a relationship issue, a job issue, a finance issue, whatever it is, Lord Father, Father God, make your healing perfect in our life, Lord Father. Father, we surrender every one of us into your hands. We thank you, Lord, for what you are doing. We thank you, Lord, for what you have done. We thank you, Father, for the answered prayers, Lord Father, and we thank you, Lord, that we are ready to receive your answers, Lord Father. Father God, we are a prepared people, prepared to receive the answer that you give us, Lord Father. Father God, we give all glory to you, Lord Father. Thank you, Father, for who, who you are in our lives, Lord Father. Continue to touch us, Lord Father. Continue to hold us in the palms of your hand, Lord Father. For we cannot do anything without you by our side, Lord Father. But with you, we can do everything, Lord Father. And that's what we want, Lord. We want you with us, touching us, holding us, leading us every step of the way. We thank you, praise you. Thank you, Father God, for your servant whom you have used this day, Lord Father. Pray, Lord, that you will continue to anoint him the more, Lord Father, so he will bring greater truths from your word, Lord Father. Father, bless him and his family, Lord Father. We thank you for who they are. Father God, right now we commit every one of us into your hands. And we thank you, Lord, that you have brought us all here, Lord Father, so we could experience your touch in our life once again, Lord Father. We give all glory to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. For receiving the touch from God, give a clap offering to God. Amen. Let's be a people with an attitude of gratitude. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen.